those of you that are on the road going back from work, those of you that are listening, thank you for listening. I have a, a one announcement here that Allah Lakota College classes will start Monday. And I just talked to one person at one of the centers and it may not be too late to register. So if you haven't registered yet, you better get over there tomorrow and register. But the classes will start Monday. And uh, another thing that uh, I would like to say before I forget is that I usually come up here with my uh, nephew, Paha. Uh, last name is Hill, so we call him Paha. He's probably coming on his way back from uh, Washington, D.C. He uh, took part in the inauguration ceremonies yesterday. So, uh, if you're listening, uh, we will see you next week. Ratohan le KOLC kilata Ah, <laughs> Makhota <laughs> Ну, 
long time ago the families were very strong and they mentioned foundation it was the foundation of our children's uh, life and education the, the, we, I just played that song that uh, Marilyn used to play and uh, I wanted to do that for Marilyn her education song it says that long time ago uh, mother and father told their children to get as much education as possible and then we have the veterans we have many men the Kota people every war that we came through there's a lot of Kota veterans and they always remember them. so they mentioned those uh, four things and then yesterday you watched the inauguration and then uh it was history and the one thing that uh, that I brought up here to share is uh, helping each other and uh, I think they have a, uh, on the internet they have it uh, service.com I'm not sure if that's the right one and then the other one was uh, uh, changing times adapt to changing times and also they mentioned education and then the next one that I talked about was um, I have a niece that works in uh, a church school and uh, she was she thought she stopped at the office and she said well we lost a lot of people that have a lot of wisdom Lakota wisdom knowledge and also the language a lot of these people that we lost speak the Lakota language and the other one was healthy life watch what you eat and exercise so I thought I'd share that with you this evening and then remember that anything is possible today we watched that yesterday and I wanted to uh, share something here uh, and then I will go into my storytelling so again I want to thank the Kitty Radio and again I want to thank all of you that are listening some of you are going back towards Rapid City some of you are going back towards Gordon Rushville um have a good evening. This is the Lala Lakota College Storytelling Hour. Okay, what is storytelling? The stories each illustrate a virtue that within Lakota culture is essential to balance and happiness. To the Lakota virtues such as humility, respect, sacrifice and honesty carry a different weight and substance than they do in western culture for us these qualities are not so much elusive goals as they are essential parts of everyday life they are instilled in us as firmly and as specifically 
as American courtesies like saying please, thank you, or bless you after someone sneezes. At some point, we are supposed to be the things we learn in the stories. Compassionate, honorable, brave, and so forth. We know this because the storytellers live the lessons they imparted in their stories, and they practice what they teach. They were compassionate, they were honorable, and they were brave and wise. The stories were and are the foundation of Lakota culture. There is nothing more important. It isn't that we don't care about physical comfort or material possessions. It is because we don't measure ourselves or others by those things. We believe we are measured by how well or how little we manifest virtue in our life's journey.
Escape from education. Escape from education. <coughs> you were clear not to come back to classes until your hair was cut. The teacher scolded. Jamie stood at his desk before speaking. It was the rule. I don't want to cut my hair. I don't care what you want. Replied the teacher. That is the rule. Jamie said, But I am Lakota. The teacher breathed loudly, her lips pressed together. And what is that supposed to mean? Jamie just shrugged his shoulders. He glanced down at his desk. The small spiders flitted across the slippery surface. He didn't know what being Lakota meant. At least he didn't know how to say it with words. What are you looking at? demanded the teacher. What's on your desk? He looked up. The spirit light his mom always saw sparkling in his black eyes was nearly gone. Since the death of his parents in a car accident just before his fifth birthday, the twinkling spirit light had been fading. After the funeral, the state had taken custody of Jamie's life. He was moved from one foster home to another. His brown skin and long hair seemed to make 
adults of conflict. Most foster parents felt he might be a bad influence on other kids, so they sent him away. At age 12, he wound up at Big Rock Boarding School. And now he stood fearfully before the teacher. <clears throat> His deep brown hair parted in the middle, hung past his shoulders. By now, everyone in the class was looking at him. It's just a book, he said. The teacher watched down the aisle to Jamie. When she passed some of the kids, it felt like a wind followed her. Pencils rolled from the desk and onto the floor. Papers blew into the aisle. She picked up the book. It was well-worn. The front cover was gone. But the words on the first page were still there. To Jamie, love Dad. The teacher saw only the page Jamie had marked. Staring at her was a picture of Sitting Bull. His hair was braided to his waist. He had no smile, just a stare from his eyes. There are many other Lakota in this school, Jamie. They don't have to look like this. She pointed at the picture. Civilized boys don't look like this. You want to live in the past and you can't. Staring down at Jamie, she sneered at the sight of the spider on the desk. All eight of its tiny legs were frozen still, as if it were trying not to be noticed. Suddenly, she slammed the book shut and dropped it back onto the desk, crushing the tiny creature. Still sneering, she pulled out a small black purse, removed two dollar bills, and threw them onto the desk. I'll give you one more chance. That's the money. Now don't come to school tomorrow without one. Or, so help me, I'll put it myself. The next day, Jamie walked slowly into the classroom, staring at his shoelaces. His deep brown hair hung past his shoulders. The teacher ordered him to the front of the room. She pulled out a large pair of scissors from her desk. With each clump that fell to the floor, her smile brightened. Now you look civilized. Jamie died a little. Hardly a trace of spirit light shimmered in his dark, watery eyes. This is how boys should look, she declared when she had finished. Jamie said nothing. He wondered to himself why Jesus had long hair. Would the teacher have cut his hair too? He began to see that learning about God and civilized people was not going to be easy. The preacher and even some of the teachers told him to watch out for the devil. He'll make you sin, they said. He learned that God gets angry and will punish a boy for committing sins. And if Jamie didn't learn what the sins were called, the teachers beat him with a belt. Jamie was forced to go to Sunday school classes. He learned that man was made in God's image. The teacher explained that God lived in heaven. He lived in heaven with angels and saints and good Christians, and that heaven is a place where the streets are paved with gold. 
The teachers say that Lakota who don't accept his faith were heathens, sinners. Sinners and heathens don't go to heaven when they die. And Jamie wondered about the souls of his parents. All the while his hair kept growing back, like those tough native plants that persist in growing, even through cracks in city sidewalks. Each time the teacher would cut it off, it was Jamie's turn to read aloud from the Bible. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. He paused and swallowed hard. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air. He couldn't go on. He was given a week of detentions. It really wasn't so bad because he got to be alone. Really, he had already been alone. Only this time there was no one else around. It was the word subdue that haunted him. It echoed the whole time in his head. He looked it up. To rule over by force, he read. Suddenly it all began to make sense. How else could some people destroy the land I love, he thought, and not be punished. He didn't understand. A few weeks later, Jamie ran away from Big Rock. The teacher watched from her classroom window as he walked out the gate. Before he could think about sounding the alarm, he was running down the road. I had to pull it in. I took you a lot of fun out in ไม่ใช่นะคุณวงสเปตตาหนักแพบนะครับเดี๋ยวเราจะเสนอหาทุสเนี่ยทุสเนี่ยสิเปสตาร์ทไปอย่างเลยวงสเปตชาติเฮ
When we judge people, Ja, 
uh, have a good evening and uh, thank you for listening to the Ovala Lakota College Storytelling Hour.